No Draymond tonight. Yeah, nigga stepping on nigga's chest. Bro, that meant like. Well, that was like, you know. He he already the been nigga dirty. grabbed his leg first of all. So if you didn't grab my leg, I would never have a chance to step on you. Yeah, but the thing about it is, right? Draymond is a person that has done things before, so oh, yeah, it's for sure. Anything he does, unprovoked or not, is his fault now. Mm-hmm. Draymond, it doesn't matter. Just being Draymond. <laughs> you see, they bring that shit up because yeah. previous um penalties and shit. Yeah, it's just because it's Draymond. It's so Draymond. Anything he does, he goes in the nuts. You. Right here, like yo, they they he he up is one on one. He done kicked the nigga in the nuts. How you do that? There's no accident for that. He said, I gotta put my foot somewhere. You gotta fight after that. I'll chase you down the court. Honestly, nigga, I had a soccer game one time in high school, yo, and somebody grabbed my nuts, my nigga, and I chased that nigga down the whole fucking field. I'm dead ass. I chased the nigga down the field. They had to give me a card for that. Anybody who played football, no cup check, bro. That shit, that shit it hurts still. Nigga, it was so unexpected, yo. Yeah, bro. And that then shit, what yo, made it bro, worse is, what fucking... made it worse is, we lost. Mm. That's like insult on top of injury, yo. Right. None of that. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah I ain't going nah, basketball nah, season. The pat on the butt. I grew up heavy on that part. Nah, yeah, 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 I did grow up heavy <laughs> on that part. I ain't even gonna lie. That's what you good, have. bro. It's regular. Yeah, it is. There was limits to it. Bro, there were limits to it. Like, niggas shower in the locker room. <laughs> no, I ain't never. Did you that. could catch me later with that shit. I'm, I'm right is here. I'm going home, bro. I shower at home. I always rather shower at home. Fuck all of that. Fuck that shit. Oh, that shit, that's nothing. I just, just go that. in there with my shorts. <laughs> I couldn't yeah, do it. I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm glad good. I ain't they, that. they was wilding in that locker room, bro. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dealing with them. Not... I used to take a shower with my shoes and then leave my, my shorts and shit in the locker and just come get them at the end of the day. I mean, See? somebody wants to steal wet clothes, by all means, go ahead. Ba- fast. Boxer shower. Yeah, fast. Hey, a nigga done stole my yeah, gym before. I ain't trust niggas before. like that. Niggas be gay on the low. Sorry. Yo, man. no, nigga. On the low. <laughs> <laughs> niggas just in denial. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was in denial, yeah. nigga. It wasn't on the low. Niggas was blatantly to do it. They made games out of it. Niggas trying, trying shit just talk. to test shit out. <laughs> I never had that thought. I, never had that. I knew I wasn't gay. But it's, no. I mean, I don't, you know, it's all good. I got friends that's just do your thing, man. Yeah, I didn't do have friends thing. that was that was gay growing up too. Yeah. Feel me and shit like that. I didn't actually have gay friends until I became an adult. But you kind of, yeah. but see, you the thing know, about it is, it, it you knew, yeah, like, especially yeah, like, 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 there's different kinds of gay. Yeah, they got right? a little. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, they that's, my, <laughs> that's yeah. my whole standpoint on that whole gay shit. Like, I don't care if you like the same sex. That's none of my business. But when you're trying to be something you not, I look. I gotta look at you different. Yeah. That's, for any, that's anybody that's ever anything hey man listen listen what's his name what's that little Bro, boy's name I just seen one of them fucking channels it was called Pop It it's oh, yeah. all them little Pop It <laughs> shit yes you know it's for like anxiety yes I didn't know that channel existed I was watching my little niece and she was telling me Pop It so I'm putting I'm like there's no way this shit got this many views it, nigga it's like kids watch dolls Get they get just get glammed up. They watch dolls get put makeup on. Like, you know how much money they making off that shit. That shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah. They views be Yo. in the hundreds of but millions. But you want to know? You want to know what makes it even? You want to know what makes it even more? Too, <laughs> it's like kids. Shit, watch if you gonna on, make mine, a millionaire. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> kids make things. They watch things on repeat. So that one video, Keep niggas going. getting like thirty plays from one kid. Mm-hmm. From one kid. A week. 
Yes. No, in one day. <laughs> well, yeah. In one day. Facts. That's in facts. one day. They'll watch that video and rerun over, that over, shit over, over and over <laughs> all day if you let them. I'm dead ass. They don't get, that shit don't get stale. Bro, it's one kid named, uh, I think his name is Ryan's World. I think his name is Ryan or some shit like that. I might get it wrong. Regardless or not, this kid has his own channel shit. on TV. Must be nice. Bruh, how much money are you worth as a child? I doubt me more. Yeah. Right, let's, let's get a roll into this bitch real quick if I get too drunk. So you get too saucy? Mm-hmm. Our 49 weeks sober Saturday. 49 weeks. Okay. Yeah, man. Hey. Hey. All right. You ever stop smoking weed for any time? Only when I went to prison. That's it? Yeah. Okay. How long was that? Uh, shit all together five years but I my first my first bed was two years I did a year then my second bed was nine months I did six then my sec my third bed was another two years I ended up doing a year and a half and then I did like six like almost six months and a half I almost did the whole shit then I got in trouble again I went back for like eight months mm-hmm. so then the time I smoked what Damn, was the, what was the hardest part? What was the harder part? What was the hardest part about not smoking? Shit, when I'm locked up, it ain't hard because it's like it ain't there. It's not really on my mind. It's not a you truth. locked no, up. Yeah, I'm too busy thinking about something Yeah. What do you? And use? it's expensive. Oh, facts. You can't smoke. It's smoking in jail is like. Did you have a replacement? For what? Weed? For yeah, for smoking. Book? Books. Yeah. What was your favorite book to read while you was in there? Oh, fucking what was the name of this author? I know Patricia Cornwell was one. Cornwell wanted Patricia Cornwell, some shit like that. She was one of them. Jerome, uh, Jerome, something diggy books. I can't remember. I haven't read books in so long. I used to get books sent in. I used to get a lot of chess books sent in. You're, you're a pro chess player? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Just enough to get the job done? Yeah, you know, past time. It can't go on. Just to pass Skills the time. Go on. I'm, I like poker though. Poker was my shit when I was locked up. I always wanted to learn how to play poker. It's a great game. No, I know when you was in there, one of your biggest pastimes was poetry. Definitely, a lot of writing. Yeah. You don't write poetry anymore? No, it's been a long time. Nigga, and the po the poems that you wrote, I shared some with him before. Phenomenal. They're real and so deep, my nigga. I have. Share like what two of them with you, my mm-hmm. thing, some shit like that. We were sharing poetry. It was exchanging poems like yeah, with each other. Yeah. It was nice seeing the other side to you on some real shit. Cause I like, I love like, I don't like surface shit in this world. Surface shit is so fucking boring. Yeah. Like I don't like surface conversations, and with you, it's never on the surface. Like you're, there's always more to you. There's always different layers to you, and you could tell you're just trying to figure out life and enjoy life at the same time. You know, you're really just trying to enjoy your human experience. That's nothing it. more, nothing less. And I respect that about you. That's that's a lot of people can learn a lot from that. To be honest with you, ain't no hidden motives with me. You know? that, for what? It really isn't. What you get is what you get. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, to continue. When I roll my head up, get my head together. That's great. That's great. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, yeah, going on what he said, I do also appreciate, you know, you being just an honest and genuine person. Because people aren't, people like, always have some type of motive. It's not like everybody does, but it's like, 
people would always try to get one up. Like everybody's always trying to win in a circumstance, and nobody's just trying to just have a a break even point. I've found a lot of people, not my life, but a lot of people that I've seen. Everybody's just like they always want to come out on top. Right. Everybody has to be the best, and everybody has to be the one person. You're one like you're one person that I could say that we just you could just vibe with. Like it's not even no. No, I I don't know. Like you said it perfectly. There's never an ulterior motive. Mm-mm. I have a Just question. Just very genuine. With that being said, is it hard being a good person? Extremely. What's the hardest thing about being a good person? Being a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people try to take advantage all the you time. Know? Yeah, all the time. I mean, you find yourself in situations where you're gonna be hurt more than you're gonna be happy. I'm put it to you like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying, but mm. do you mask? Do you mask all the time. your hurt? Yeah, all the time. You feel like that's a a, a trait as a man? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, growing up in the society that I, that we all have and what we used to, you know, we're not supposed to show our, our feelings and and show that type of weakness. You think it's so, healthy? No, it's not. It's not healthy. You no, know, so I, you know, I do a lot of like a long time. You know, I talk to myself a lot. Not to sound crazy, but. You know, sure. I think I do too. to work on yourself, you have to talk to you gotta yourself. You got to get to know yourself. You, know? yeah, you got to so get to know yourself. Spend some I do time a lot yourself. of that. You know, I do a lot of long time. I call it recharging. You know, so after I deal with what I got to deal with throughout the day, I go recharge. I sit down and I reflect. And, I do you know, I shit. deal with my hurt at that time, too. I do. You know? I do the same It's not shit. healthy. It's good to talk to people, though. It really know? is. Because, really honestly, you feel better when you do it. Yeah. You really do. You especially know? if it's somebody you feel comfortable with. And you just bear everything that you had out for them, and they accept you. They don't judge you. They don't make you feel like, oh, you're weird for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. You feel free. Definitely. You feel so much free mm-hmm. after. That's one thing I need. I know I need to work on is talking to people. Because mm-hmm. like I'm one person where I feel like, oh, if somebody doesn't bring it up, I won't talk about it. It's all right. I, I'm good. I can just hold my shit in. I'm yeah. good. You know what I mean? Till you crying in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, it's mostly in the car, but just don't fall yeah. in the shower. There's always a spot, right? <laughs> just always in, it's mostly in the car, but... I feel like after a long day, a lot of men, they would just sit in their car before they go in the house and just... I do it. Take a deep breath. I do like, it. I, I find myself doing shit. it more lately, honestly. I'll just sit in the car and just... Just sit there and just relax for a second. Don't even think about it. There's no music, no nothing. No, nah. I turn I my know. car off and I'll just sit there just for a sit second. There for a second. I realized as I got 30, I stopped driving with music less. I don't drive with music like that no more. Okay. I'm I'm dead serious. Like, I'll be in the car and I'll just be zoned out the whole time just driving. There's no music, just me and my thoughts. And let your thoughts entertain Yeah, you. just me and my thoughts the whole time, you know. And then I'd be thinking like I want to put music on, but I'd be so deep into my thoughts and just... I don't know. I just music could throw off your yeah, mind. Yeah, I sometimes if you just let your mind wander, you'd be surprised of the things that you can think of. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's what I realized in the beauty of just letting your mind wander. Like yeah, you're not gonna like everything, but there's some things you're gonna just be like, oh shit, my mind could do that. And it just again, these are things that just empower you. So I feel like this is why like getting to know yourself, letting your mind and see where your mind is willing to go on its own. Dead ass. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think they're capable of things, and then they really sit down and just let their mind wander, and they realize, oh shit, I can do that if it comes down to it. Everybody is capable of anything. It just takes the right factors involved to trigger you. Man, that's all it takes. Yeah, anything is actually possible. 
That's so, pro- I mean, that, that's like a good lesson you learn from being incarcerated, though. Because right. it's such a shock. It's such a change of environment. You had no no option but to adapt. You what know? was your biggest adjustment? Oh, uh, shit. Like, like, you, like, the biggest adjustment was just not, not being able to do what you want to do. Mm. You know, that's mm-hmm. like... That's different. The loss of freedom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah, realize the, you lost your freedom. immediate loss of freedom. You know, you're talking about from one day to another type of thing. Overnight you know? type yeah, thing. So yeah, so it's like... Yeah, there's no yeah. prepping you, mentally preparing yourself. No. Like, all right, I'm about to be incarcerated. Yeah. I'm going to be locked so up. So once you go through something like that and then you come out into the world, the fear of change has has decimated to a point where you're ready to take change head on. Mm-hmm. You know? Cause it was like if I can overcome this and survive, I can I can ch- I can adapt to anything. anything. You were just at the worst place you could be. Facts. You know? That is so, true. Like I'm already at the lowest. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the that's just the human fear, the fear of change. You know, a lot of us are. That's why we're repetitive beings. Facts. Because we don't like change. We want to know what's coming. We want to predict and control yeah. what's exactly. coming as well. Mm-hmm. Too. We want to have influence over it. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how to adapt with the changes that come with them it's, it's, di- it's difficult it's a difficult transition and once you accomplish it and learn that about yourself it's beautiful you know mm-hmm. so there's lessons in, in in those in those hard times facts it's know? like a cocoon and turn it into a butterfly for sure and with that being said, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Weed and Whiskey Podcast. Dopest podcast out there. We love this shit, and everybody loves us. We're your favorite person. Your grandma loves us. Yeah. Your unwanted stepchild wants us. Yep. Everybody <laughs> fucking loves us. It's just, it just can't be helped. We're your just mistress as well. lovable, you know? So the crackhead down the street knows about us and listens to us. So if, if a crackhead could day, do it, you can do it. You said the feds that's watching you is knowing us. Windsor police, they listen to us. They do. So they actually, never mind. I'm just saying. So everybody, fuck with us. I might man. get myself in trouble. And you know, on weed and whiskey, fuck we only shit. do great motherfucking personalities. And I have one of my favorite people in here, to be honest with you, because I planted this seed for a while, and the seed finally blossomed into something that. I can't even imagine what it's going to be because you never know what a beautiful flower is going to turn into based off the conditions it's presented to. So yes, we're going to see what this blossom to. I have somebody who has been educating me when it comes to one of my favorite flowers out there, no pun intended, literally speaking. like I've been learning the things that goes behind good weed. I've been learning the rich, the richness behind the smell. Mm-hmm. I've been learning to trust your fucking nose. Like This man has raised my confidence to know when y'all niggas is smoking boo-boo. I don't even want other shit now. Like, I can know when y'all <laughs> roll that shit up before you even spark it. I know that shit is trash. Yes, I do. Yes. And it's all yeah. because of this man right here. He's part of the reason I became so fucking bougie as a fucking smoker. And you need to be, man. This man is well-educated in his craft. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He can hit you with the right terminology. And if you don't know, he can explain it on the spot that actually makes you comprehend it in a way that even the dumbest person could fucking understand, to be honest with you. This is like marijuana for fifth graders. That's 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 how great it is, my nigga. And I, I don't make no sense. But I'm just happy to have this great motherfucking person in here. We have Stoner's Retreat in the motherfucking building. 
Thank you for fucking being in here, dog. This is, I appreciate you for this. I want to share appreciate with for people some me, of the man. knowledge. I yeah, I want to share some of the knowledge you have just gave us over the years of knowing each other. And I I just want to have this conversation on air with the right person, especially with you. Like, Especially when I met you, I, I realized, yeah, good weed is preference. But we have to have that conversation where... Good weed is just good weed regardless of your preference. Facts. Right. Like, we have to have that conversation. Like, we can't have people keep backing up the fact that they have trash weed because, nah, that's just preference, bro. Like, no, my nigga. And just because it gets you high don't mean it's good weed. No. You're just not used to good weed. Crack yeah. gets you high, right? <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Crack gets you high. Stop smoking bullshit. Don't mean it's good. Yeah. It do the job, though. Niggas be like, oh, it do the job. Fuck no. That's you, not my job. Have you ever seen somebody do crack and not get addicted? Nah. I don't think, I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> Never? I, somebody told me they did that, but yeah. I didn't, I don't they, know they how They did crack and didn't get addicted? Yeah, it was a random, I was at a random hotel party one day, you know, doing shit I did when I was younger. Uh-huh. And, um... And we was outside, and I was rolling up, and he tried to touch my spliff, and I was like, nah, man, I can't do that. I'll give you, like, a clip when I'm done. And he was just all talking, and just kept talking to me about the drugs he did. And he was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't really get addicted to stuff. I just, only thing I never tried was, like, meth and, like, heroin. That shit's bad, dude. And he just, <laughs> just going on and on and on and on about some shit. Some shit. He's like, yeah, and I was like, oh, so you did crack, bro? Like, he was like, he was like yeah, that shit makes you Fast, like, you know, like <laughs> it makes you fast. Yeah, I was like, oh, all right. Make it turned into the flash. Yeah, I was like, oh, all right, cool. Still trying to ask for the spliff. I'm like, nah, bro, I can't do that. You telling me you do all these drugs? I don't know what you do. So, for somebody, do you do you look down on people who do sell crack? No, no, I don't. Or cocaine? The, any version of it? Because crack and cocaine is two different versions. No, I'm not. I wasn't put here to judge anybody on how they survive. Okay, you know? I respect that. We all here for the same thing. We all just trying to survive. You know, if mm-hmm. if, if that's the the route you take, this I'm not here to judge you. That's not my place. What's your perspective on people that steal? That steal? Well, stealing ain't good. You know, stealing. That's where you draw the line. Um, yeah, pretty much. I would have to, I got to keep it a buck with you. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I kind of like, feel where you're like, going with that. I don't like thieves, you know. Yeah, because it's, it's like you know me personally. You no, know, I've, yeah. I've had things stolen from me, um, from like you know family stuff and shit like that. So yeah, that, that shit hit. It's, that, like, that hit, it's like you know, I work still hard for my shit. Different, you yeah, know? I work hard for my Especially shit. Especially like rat thieving. Yeah, you know, a robbery or something. That's different. Somebody robbed you, or whatever. But like stealing. Yeah, that's that's different. You know, yeah, being robbed around. and stealing is different. Really? No, yeah, yeah. it's different. Yeah, he yeah, says yeah. stealing. Stealing yeah. is stealing, stealing is just bad. the act of stealing. Yeah, yeah. just the yeah. act of stealing. Be a sneaky about that shit. If you're gonna rob, and then I guess that's what you choose to do is rob. But when you're sneaking and stealing, yeah. now you just being a rat. <laughs> some sucker shit. A rat. A rat. I never heard that terminology before. Rat thief. What's, what's the biggest lesson that you've got in terms of how to make a business successful over your years? How to make your, your business successful over mm-hmm. years? Pay attention to your customer based on every aspect. Mm. Learn, learn your clientele. Learn your clientele in and out. Mm. 
and treat everyone with respect. At that's at the top. Mm. No matter how it how it look, how it's going, treat everyone with respect. Because respect go far away. It definitely does. I feel like we've had this conversation before. I feel like most of the time people are coming back for the experience. Definitely. You know. It's a vibe. Exactly. Yeah, hell yeah. You know? Because what you provide, you provide a friend. Yeah. The energy, the aura. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all it. Like, you're you're a friend, my nigga. Like, I'm going to just start calling you, for people like us, the neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I'm going to look at it. You're there when everybody's in need. And then when you do, and then every time you do show up, my nigga, it's always, I'm going to do my best. I'm not going to half-ass this shit. I'm going to make sure you're yeah. right. I'm going to make sure you get through the night good. I'm going to make sure your next day is good as well, too. Like, you guide us properly. Like, you are a guiding star on some real shit. Like, that's how I look at it. And appreciate that. I appreciate that you're non-biased. <clears throat> that's what I like about you. You're very, very non-biased. Because if I ask you any single question, it's not about what you like. You know? Yeah, he's going to tell you the truth about what yeah, it is. It's not all about, about what you like. But the best part about it is, even if it's about what you like, it's not going to guide you wrong. Having good taste takes time over here, dog. Yeah. yeah. Especially come to this weed shit, because it's been so oversaturated over the years that... Yeah, let's talk. Finally, let's talk about it. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the the way the market is now. Cause, I, yeah, because I just think versus the market that you remember. The market that I remember was like when we was in high school. High school, and not even I can say after high school too. I mean, maybe up to about. Let's let's, let's go re- even more recent. How about the, like, the last like, four years. Let's let's four say, years? we had a conversation yeah. the other day, right? It's changed a lot in the last. I, it did, four but we years. had a conversation the other day, right? Yeah. When we was in high school and we just got jobs, no bills, no responsibility. Uh, what year was this? This is like twenty. I, I graduated twenty eleven. Twenty. Okay. Yeah, this is like okay. Yeah, this is like twenty ten. Twenty. Yeah, twenty ten. Two thousand nine. So when we when we get when we get our paychecks, mm-hmm. I remember one time we took like half of our paychecks each between me and my friends and just bought weed. Literally just bought weed, <laughs> and smoked the whole thing in one night. That's a, Even that's lost smoking. the whole quarter. Ew, hi. We didn't care though. We didn't care because weed at that time wasn't as sacred in a sense. Like for us, it was like it's just weed. See, and weed was more expensive back then. Yeah. It was sixty dollar eights. What was your exotics back then? Sour. Mm. Sour. Piff. Piff. Yeah. Piff. Uh, perp was around. Okay. A little bit. Um, I'm trying to think about um, dream, um, um, Blue Dream, Blue Dream, Train Wreck. Those were the exact. Yeah, that, those was, were the, that was the bugs. year for them flavors. Yeah, yeah. Those strawberry the- cough was one that I loved at that time. I like lemon haze. Lemon haze was really good for me at that time too. I like anything in that haze family. That, that was a really good strain for me at that time. But again. I always ask this question. Mm-hmm. Did we think that weed was good weed because we weren't exposed to good weed yet? Yeah, well, isn't that, isn't that the case with everything in life? You don't know better until you try better. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do better until you know better, basically. Right. So mm-hmm. we're dealing with what we had available that was the best to us. Mm-hmm. You know, so. 
did we get better or worse with the price change over time? Because you know we got cheaper. We we weed has gotten better. Better even with the pre price deep dropping. Oh, you talking recent times or you talking yeah. about overtime? Overtime. Like Since in we... the recent time. In recent times. And but just, it changed and... recently. Because um, like I said, we went from sixty dollar eights, now we can get eights for twenty five. It's depending on where you're going. I just you know, that depends on you know what you're getting when you're paying these type of prices, feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's how you look at it. So if you're paying twenty five, you're gonna get twenty five's worth. If you're paying sixty, more than likely you get sixty unless you're dealing with somebody that's not being totally truthful of what right. they're doing. Trying to sell you Zod, but it's really trash. Um, I feel like this is like the touch on the market thing a little bit. Like, um, like in 2017, 18, you've seen a lot of more gassy strains on the market. Mm-hmm. You know? um, You're right. Yeah. You're right. You have a bunch of gelatos or lemon cherries or et cetera. Everything mm-hmm. is the sweet. The gumbos, sweet. the runs, and shit. You like know, that. yeah, all of them type flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, and uh, the market wasn't so much focused on 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 packaging. There wasn't. You know. This is when plastic bags were just being wrapped in the plastic. Bag. Right. People were still using sandwich, sandwich bags yeah. and shit. You had uh, people were using sandwich bags with their sticker on it, like that was that was pre bags, yeah. right? So back then it was more focused on the plant. I feel now it's just more focused on what can we put out there. Yeah. What looks good? Feel? What looks good on flash? You know, it's been like. Facts. <laughs> I would like I would like the market to have a even balance of gassy flavors and sweet flavors. Now I feel like it's unbalanced. Like it's just everything is sweet. You know, yeah. we don't we don't have much of an option when it comes to just green people call it green weed. Yeah. Whatever you know, whatever it's you want to call it. Yeah, it's all yeah, it's all has colors now. Yeah. If it ain't colored, it ain't good. It's which funny, is a misconception. Point, there was one point where I couldn't find no green weed for like a couple of weeks. That it's, it's getting scarce, like, like straight green weed, and then this is when we got uh, was it the garlic butter at the time? Oh yeah, I yeah. That. yeah. And now I was like, oh, this is, I love this. I love the garlic butter strain. I love the garlic strain. It's very, very, very good. Can you tell good weed from looking at it? It's like eighty, ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Okay, good. but there's a lot that goes into basically saying oh yeah that's good and not and i feel like i can tell because of you i'm i'm pretty i believe you you've definitely I, learned a lot i think i know? can tell because of you just by just by you know seeing and being educated about it with you i look at shit on like i'll look at something I'm like oh no nah, that's not that's not what it is oh for sure that's you can definitely is, get them I'm, like, I'm like oh no no it's the nose because Trust the nose. I always tell people Trust that. the nose. Just smell it. Trust yeah. your nose. Because you put me on with um, how to tell if we got richness in the smell. And what you basically said was like, like when you smell brownies. it, you hit the back of your nose. Yeah, the back of your tongue. Yeah, you got to feel it all the way back there. That's how you it. know it's rich. It has good a good smell to it. Because if you just inhale it and it just stops right at the surface of it, it's not it. That's what it's going to do it. when you hit it, too. It's exactly. Gonna, it ain't going to reach. So that's why every time, nigga, I don't care, nigga, I bury my nose in that bag and fucking smell that weed, I'm going to make sure that shit going to hit my nose and feel like I got me a little high just off smelling it real quick, nigga, on some real shit. What do you look for when going through strands? What is your first, like, you know? He just said it, that richness. Okay, okay. So you I, smell it first. So you trust your nose. Yeah, I look, I look first. 
Okay. If it doesn't even meet my no. eye, I just keep moving. Okay. Yeah. So what are the characteristics of good weed when you're searching for it? Like, what are some characteristics you're looking for physically and aromatically? Um, like, properly cured, you know, not too moist. Um, rich smell, properly trimmed. I look for trichome coverage. That's another thing that's changed over the years, the trichome production on plants. Like, you don't see... Explain people, that. People, yeah, explain what the trichomes yeah, are. Yeah, people don't Some people it. call it shiny weed. You okay. Know, you, it's whole, crystal Yeah, crystals. Some people call it shiny crystals, but... Yeah, tri they're called trichomes. That's the proper terminology for them. Like, that has changed so much over the years. Back in 2017, 18, even 19, what was accessible was just covered with trichomes. Mm. Like, you could physically see them, you know? And uh, Not the case as much today? That's not the case today when you get these sweet strains. Is that on the grower's level? I honestly don't even know what level. has... Maybe it's just the strains, the, 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 the grow technique. I'm not really too sure, but I, that's a significant difference that I noticed. Definitely. What was your favorite weed era? Ooh, good question. Psh man i've been through a bunch of them i, I was smoking since i was 13 hey me too <laughs> so I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not you know i'm not the proudest of it but <laughs> smoking weed um, on camera mom <laughs> i ain't gonna lie like i had a lot of fun when i was smoking when i was young when i first started i probably had to be one of my best times i miss first smoking them, like the giggle phases yeah that's why yeah. that's why i said like, like when i first funny. started smoking probably one of my best eras yeah know? like everything was funny my nigga like everything was funny it like, didn't matter laugh. how bad the weed was thank you honestly nah, we were smoking we zone. were smoking regular we were smoking zone. arizona we were smoking whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. we, we were trying to find good on. zone at that time because there's Our meds it was um hydro oh I purple kush mm. pot um Piff wasn't out when I was that young yet. It was called Poppy. It was a slight. It was significantly different than what the fuck Piff was. It was you could only get little thirty dollar bags. You could get it for twenty five. Mm -hmm. And it was a whole different high, different taste. Then Piff came after that. So I don't, that was my best eras back then. It's Piff Got the a lot original of good sour. Memories. Piff. Yeah. The, like original the original sour. sour? No. Nah, Piff is, Piff is a uh, a haze. A haze? Yeah. Is okay. it? Yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. So what made Piff so hyped up? It's great. Before Piff was hyped up, like I said, you had Poppy. So mm -hmm. that's a, like, you know, that was like a transition. A transition. A transition. Yeah, okay. so that's the, the hype. Was, you can't even say it was hype. It was already embedded. It was runs. You know? Yeah, like when I was growing up, like, when we copped our sour from out here, it was so potent you can keep that shit in your room without it taking up the whole. What's that? Sour. Oh no, yeah. Sour. Yeah, when we bought sour, there was a point you couldn't you couldn't keep it nowhere because it took over to everywhere you put it. You no matter what you wrap that shit. Yeah, up some in. good sour gonna fuck the whole house up. How, okay, I got a question because you seem like the right person to ask about. What's up? How niggas make fake sour? Because it be some <laughs> shit. <that's laughs> Cause it smells like. My man said fake sour. What's fake sour? Nigga, you ain't never seen nobody with no fake sour. It just smell crazy. 
They you like basement. That shit. Yeah, you smoke that shit and it's like, bro, what the fuck is this? It just it's, it smells just like sour, but it ain't. I don't know. The best logical explanation from knowing plants and just knowing strains is just like it's a real old strain for somebody to have them genetics and grow it to what we used to mm-hmm. know it as is gonna be very hard, you know. So and it's a hard it's a hard plant to grow, period. Is it? Yeah, it's not an easy plant to go ahead and try to grow. A lot of people fuck it up. So you're going to get a lot of different sours at this time now that this long of a mm-hmm. time has passed. For somebody to keep up with those genetics, you got to think about how many genetics is out there and people producing new things every day. So, so it's going to suffer. So it's like it's like over the years, as the popular strain goes, it, as other shit pops up, that strain just gets neglected pretty much. Yeah. Unless you get somebody that, you know, specializes in that strain and they've been keeping up with it over the years mm-hmm. and going crazy with it. If somebody just decides to pop some sour seeds and go at it, you ain't, you, listen, eight, nine times out of ten, you ain't going to get a batch of sour like you thought you was going to get. So um, can we, like, lead into, like, the idea of clones? What's up with them? Like cloning, like, because... You can have the same. You can have the yeah, same. Yeah, I know I'm strain. not a grower, right? Y'all, yeah, I know, but yeah, like, yeah. grow. Like, I know, but I, you know the idea, like when people clone strains. What do I do? I like the idea of yeah, it? like people like is a clone strain is the same as the original. So y'all know about seeds and clones. Do y'all know the difference? Like, do you know exactly the difference? I don't know the no. I was gonna say no. All right, so I'll give you a breakdown real quick. I'm break it down real, real simple for you. So plants are just like humans. Yes. So if we have a sour diesel mom and I cut her up and take clones, I'm going to get this same thing. Same thing. I'm cloning. Cloning. Like cloning a human. Yes. Now, if your mom go have sex with your dad and have a seed, this seed is going to come from that mom. So say y'all have 10 seeds out of this plant. You plant every 10. That's where you get phenos from. Uh, One, two, three, four, all the way up to 10. You get a pack of ten seeds. They go your ten phenos because you got ten seeds. Okay. Not none of them are the same. None of them are gonna be the same. Uh, okay. You might get similar ones, but not each one are not gonna be the same. That's why when the genome, so the phenol, when you, the you grow by seed, you have the potential to find your own pheno. When you grow by clone, you're only gonna get what somebody else already produced. Okay. All right. I got you. So if you. I know you're not a grower, but... Yeah, I know. Y'all keep know. hitting me with these scientific but, questions. <laughs> God damn. Because you're the only person I feel like would know the <laughs> no, answer No, I feel y'all respect it. I just don't want somebody to hear this shit and be like, he don't know what the fuck he was talking about. But this about. is Middle Whiskey. They know that already from yeah. us. <laughs> so, it's, Listen, I'm it's high research as hell. Everything. This is the research everything platform. Now, I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm be honest <laughs> with you. set the foundation. I would call yeah. it not a uh, research because... Nigga, it's all facts on here, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to leave that down the bullshit path. <laughs> no, go ahead. What you was going to say, you funny as hell. He said it's all true here. <laughs> um, So if you you think if somebody had, like, somebody found the perfect plant, like they grew their best plant, right? Yeah. It would be better to clone it rather than get the seeds from it? If you find the pheno that you want, mm-hmm. you clone it. Okay, okay. Yeah. You want to produce that same one. Mm-hmm. You don't want to produce seeds and then get something different. You want that exact same one. That's when you start cloning. When you find the one, that's when you clone. And you keep cloning the clones and clones and clones. And For clones. sure. You run that motherfucker till you can't no more. Okay. Okay. I'm learning some shit now. Do you feel like the legalization of weed is going to make weed depreciate over the years? 
Like the quality of weed we get. There, yeah, there will always be a fluctuation of quality when you ever have legalization and you have new entities coming in to try to grow the plant. Because they, they got to go through a learning stage. Right, yeah. You think about it, if they grow it, it got to go somewhere. It do. Yeah. So that is always going to be where? On the black market. Mm. There's just no way around it. There will always be a thriving black, black market. market. There's just, there's no way around it. Period. So this always was. Well, there will always be street weed. Yes. No matter what, no is, matter how there, legal it gets, there has to be. There will always be street. Is weed. there street weed in California? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Facts. And how long has weed been legal there? Exactly. Facts. There you go. Yeah. They go to answer to your question. Yeah. Damn. So, would you ever open up your own dispensary? Um. The opportunity was ever presented itself and it made sense. I would give it a shot. Nothing that deters you, or the opportunity just have to present. You know itself, what deters? You, you know what always deterred me up from even trying to even take the route is me being able to control the quality of my weed. I got you. Mm. I don't never want to be put in a position where I'm forced to have to sell that because that's what's available to my business. Facts. That shit is These trash. These growers that you have to go to because they're yeah, all like I don't want to, yeah. you know, I don't want to. So like, if I ever found an opportunity where I could fit in somewhere and I could see like, yeah, this where I, could, you know, lay my eggs and. And, and and take my shot, I'll do it. But I, you know, I've seen a lot of people try it, and 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 the stipulations that they gotta go through to to be able to have that in the store and stuff. And I'm just like, I mean, would, would that you ain't be, gonna work for me because I, like, I'm, that's not what I want for my people. Like, would I'm you straight. be okay? And at that point, I'm doing it for money. Facts. And that's what I'm saying. Would you be you know, okay like, with how long the weed takes from going from farm to consumer at that point? Say it again. Would you would you be okay with how long the weed take from going from farm to consumer? Yeah, for sure. There's always a process. Because now you have know. to now the process from when the person actually smokes the weed from when it's actually picked is yeah. actually the legality part of it. You all you that's another thing you got to deal with that. You know you that's can how, how fresh is the weed still at that point though? Because I've definitely went to the dispensary I, and I honestly, bought weed and it was not good. Yeah, I honestly I I don't know. I couldn't even answer that question for you because I don't go to dispensaries. Um, for the simple fact that my experience was fucking horrible when I did go. So, what was the worst part about it? The weed. I, I agree. <laughs> you ever been? Other than waiting I mean, in before, line? like you, you ever been to a dispensary in Connecticut when they first opened yes. when you had to get your license <laughs> yes. and go in? Nah. So no, I went nah. to find I federal when they never. first opened. It, well, it, on the first day of legalization in Connecticut, I went to find federal. No, I'm not talking about that. Talking about I'm talking like about when you had to go and actually get your weed certificate to even buy weed here oh, in Connecticut. Yeah, no, I ain't to go through that. That's what I'm saying. We, that, you, if you ever went to one of those dispensaries, you would never want to go back. Mm, there there wasn't, the a, there wasn't an experience. You know, you would like select on your phone what you want, and then you go like pick it up. You can't open it. You can't smell it. You can't bring. You couldn't do anything. You know, and then the weed was horrible. That shit didn't have no real names. You had to like Facts. look. That shit. Connecticut was, can't technically legally name their dispensary. Right. It was like it's, it's, it was ran like a pharmacy. It was just like you picking up a prescription. Even when it it's like, recreational, it's like a pharmaceutical that transaction. Shit, like, that kills the whole experience. Well, you know how it goes. <laughs> but I don't know why they writ it, writ, writ the laws up like that. That's neither here nor there. But that killed it for me. Like, I didn't go. Like, I can't even look at the weed and the shit trash. And you taxing me something crazy. When they first opened up, yeah, period, that 20% tax. What a for like $60, $80 here. After this, and That's then, ridiculous. or worse, you know what made it worse? Nipes. This is what made me really super uncomfortable. 
is if you use your card, it's like an ATM. They charge you an ATM fee and give you change back. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Nigga, you, that made me so uncomfortable. I was like, I can't buy weed like this. You said that happened back then. That's how it is now. You still can't smell shit. How was the stuff you got from Fine Fettel? Horrible. It was absolutely the worst weed I ever got. (laughs) By far. No comparison. What was the name of the strain? There was no name for it. You just said it. Connecticut can't name their strain shit. It was like Amino something. Not even in a recreational market like that. It was something I couldn't pronounce my name. It was something pharmaceutical. I got questions for you now because shit, I'm interested. So... How was that for your experience? Like when you walked it's, in, there, never did you expect that? Did you expect to see those type of names there, or did you expect to see regular? So names? I checked them what, what online. They would call street names. I checked online first, and I was expecting to see names. I was ho- no, I was hoping mm-hmm. to see names that was at least similar yeah. to what I'm used to. Right. I see nothing close to that. So the minute I was in there, I was like, I was lost. Mm. I got lost all of a sudden because I, I don't know what direction to go because it's like I know what street names I know what weed I like or what direction to go and yeah, what weed yeah, I like right. based off the name of it you right. know I can I can google this shit get some type of information on it but with these you can't right and then if you don't know how to read the levels because they tell you there's this amount of THC in it mm-hmm. then there's this amount of TAC in it and right. it's like TAC A's yeah and it's like yeah and it's like CBD, what the fuck does that, that mean yeah. and if you're not reading it <laughs> yeah, properly you buy ass. weed that's trash and you don't realize that you're buying a weed that has a higher ratio of CBD than THC which means it's really just gonna relax the fuck out of you not without you getting high and he then said, what the because it was the that? first day of being open everybody's no because it was the first day of legalization in Connecticut everybody's trying to buy weed at the dispensary recreationally so right. you go there but now they only can let a certain amount of people in at a time. So you're in line just waiting because you don't know how long. Because when you go in there, you still have to get checked in. You still have to go through the process. Because when you go in there, you still technically have to wait in a line again before you go pick your shit up. Hmm. And then it was order. I ordered, and that's with ordering online. Show your ID twice. And you got to get scanned and all of that. So there's no way you can go to a dispensary without the state knowing that you went to that dispensary. Like you can't buy weed without it being checked. I don't like that. Like I don't well, need to. Go- well, you're buying weed from a dispensary. Exactly. So. I don't like that. You don't need. You don't need to know when I'm gonna go buy weed. <laughs> I you mean, do you do not you're, need to you know could, that. You're gonna have to check in though, because it's on the state level. And that's why I don't like dispensaries. You, that, I mean, you're entitled to that though. And that's another reason why the street level is always gonna be fucking driving for a simple reason like that. Because, like I said, like driving to mass, right? Boom. Say I could scan my ID. And then on top of that, I'm swiping my debit card. Like, two type of paper trails right there just, just tell where I'm at. At a dispensary. Right. He goes there this much time. <laughs> so he goes there every three months. You don't like the paper trail. Yeah, I don't like that. Especially when it comes to my weed. You don't need to know anything about how much I consume my weed in any amounts and any intervals. Right. Like, that's my privacy. To me, that's my privacy. I don't care how open I am with smoking weed. I should still have some privacy in how I go about smoking my weed. I think they do that because there is a thriving black market. They're trying to eliminate that. Yeah. So what they do is now they keep record of who smokes weed and how much they smoke. They worried worried about the wrong things. I feel like it's the same process with the prohibition prohibition of liquor. But they they always going to get their money. They worried about the wrong thing. It's to distract them. There's many people that do like their weed because like you said it's preference like weed is like food you know mm-hmm. some people like liver some people love liver yeah, I hate yeah. I don't like liver I know people in my family that love liver I, can't I mean it depends on how the season I like it 
Yeah, see, so ah. that's an acquired taste. Yeah, I told so, like, you. <laughs> he's an acquired nigga. <laughs> yeah. So it's like people, like not only do they like the stuff that they sell, but also it's like the the safety that they provide. You know, yeah. the testing and and the levels and and so forth like that. So like, it has its place. It's not your place, but it has its place. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like some people need it. For the simple fact that you have some people that really want to medicate for like medical reasons mm-hmm. and they don't have access to clean marijuana per se, you know, yeah. because we have seen tests that were faulty, whatever, but that's a whole different story. But to them, it's clean, it's safe. You know, you don't want your, your 50 year old, 60 year old that's still trying to medicate that has some type of illness that's using this plant to, to treat themselves on the street yeah, or meeting their exactly. dealer. It's you controlled. Know? It's a more so controlled it's a controlled environment. environment. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always say it has its place. Like, I don't have no beef with them motherfuckers at all. Like, I don't, you know, I don't it's look at it like that. Yeah, anything. never look at Thanks. it like that. It's just like, you know. I'm happy to see that people can access the plant legally and don't have nothing to worry about. In a, in they get that's the a mental, win. That's a the win. Yeah, that that's that is facts. That and is now they're smoking weed and understanding us that's on a different level, though, because honestly, I feel like everybody who weed is for, it brings us together. Weed is not for everybody. That's it. We, a lot of people smoke weed. A lot of people. A lot of people, and there's still people that's lying about smoking. And that's why, but that's why I advocate for the privacy behind it because, or like the the UK people like to say the privacy behind it. How y'all feel about the NBA letting um, players smoke weed now? About time. Yeah. About time. And the felonies too. About time. I I think KD about to put the NBA to uh, advocate for weed. (laughs) Bro, hey son, that might be a fact because this nigga man, niggas only gonna be playing like twelve minutes. Lunch. Hey, <laughs> he won't even be at the game. <laughs> you gotta find out who smoked weed. Start betting against them, motherfucker. But it's funny because the NBA, right? Or was it, no the baseball? There was a time where it couldn't associate itself to liquor in no way, shape, or form. What's that? Major League Baseball. It couldn't associate itself to anything liquor related. No. Yeah, there was a point it couldn't. Like it was like it was deemed down on the league for you to rep- be represented by anything. Like you can be Budweiser or nothing. It's but the ironic cool. part of it now is now they have stadiums that's funded by liquor companies. Yeah. yeah. So that's the ironic. So the NBA now they were doubling down on the NBA on on, on players smoking, but now they're opening to it because they realize nigga there's not much you can really do about it and you're gonna mm-hmm. lose out some of your best players because they smoke weed and want to smoke weed they do that shit anyway the number one socially accepted drug though so liquor yeah it really is yeah. Yeah, alcohol is a drug it really is like, yeah I, I'm sorry to put it like that that's what it is no that's what it alcohol is alcohol is actually addictive absolutely alcohol is actually absolutely addictive and a lot of people don't even care about Mm -hmm. that yeah a lot more destructive it's socially except we have liquor stores so Mm -hmm. you know they're churches yeah it don't look weird for you to have liquor it don't you You have as many bottles as you want yeah it's funny right and most uh, maybe not as much now but you look down the more on somebody smoking a spliff in in public before you bat your eye somebody drinking a bottle outside of a brown paper bag in public but yeah it's always been like that though and we or, we stink too. Or or this is the worst. Say the act of weed. smoking is nah. Actually... This is the other one. Or you could be minding your business, smoking your spliff, and people go out of way to give you a hard time, but they won't say anything about the nigga pushing the baby stroller with the cigarette over his in his mouth. <laughs> 
Like that's my yeah. that's my thing. Like, I'll be minding my business and people come out of their way and tell me I shouldn't be smoking. But you be downtown in a metropolitan area and you see people pushing a baby stroller, that shit open, and they have big cigarette in their mouth, blowing that shit towards the baby stroller. Catch out of smoke. <laughs> and nobody say nothing. Nobody say nothing. But I go find my one <laughs> corner now. You've you been to a dispensary here? Nah, not nah, yet. Nah, not yet. Nah, in mass. Right. In mass only. All right, when you do, let me know what you're I'm not about that. I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling like, you. Yeah, he's not. traumatized from my experience. Yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> There's other reasons why I won't go. I just hope we get there, though. I hope we get there. I hope there. we do get there. You know? I really do, especially as when we can trust more people to grow weed. Well, yeah. It's, it's going to take time. It's kind of like it's kind of like when a restaurant come from down south to the north, the food not gonna be good right away. No, you gotta give it time, time for them to figure that shit out, get the yeah. recipe right, you know, get the cook right, get the right cook. You gotta fire a few people. Got some people there. out there working, man. It's trying in a couple of years, you are gonna see some good girls come out of Connecticut. Hopefully, yeah, you think sure. Connecticut have the soil for it? When you growing indoors, you can control. Oh, you, your create, soil. you create your own soil. Yeah. Yeah. Your own soil at that point, yeah. And we're not about to get into these yeah, scientific questions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, 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 I seen the look in your eyes like, hold on, soil? <laughs> yeah, soil. <laughs> yeah, I had some more questions about that shit. So, yeah, let's move on from that. Do you see yourself ever stop smoking weed in the f- near future? You know, I thought about it. I've thought about it recently, actually, like a couple of weeks ago. What what triggered the thought? <sighs> when, you, when you start smoking for no reason. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. On that. I think it's time. That's when you start to fucking talk. Smoking to just to fill time. Yeah, it's like yeah, I think you do. should just stop smoking because if you're gonna take this route, <laughs> like why you roll that up? Like why did you just did you need to roll for that no up? reason? <laughs> it's just fucking bored. But do you ever need a reason to smoke? Hey, don't we all? Or isn't there always a reason? Yeah, to life. Smoke? Exactly. So, Just because right. today's beautiful or horrible. Yeah, or bad. Exactly. Yeah, life is tricky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so can I tell y'all why I don't, I wanted to stop smoking? I got to hear this. Did you? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think it comes across my mind every now and then. Because I don't like the idea of being dependent on something. I can agree with you on that. God damn. That's a key point. I hate the idea. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't look down on anybody regardless, but, you mm-hmm. know, society look down on people who are drug addicts and shit like that. You know, somebody got that you have to smoke a spliff every day, you kind of the same category. You're just functioning better. It's right. cheaper. It's not as harsh for you. But at the same time, a sober mind might be the best because you never know what it is because you're always high. Mm-hmm. You know what I want to try? I want to try using weed what is, what is, what for I know is, what I know exactly what yeah. I know. I need it for. Yeah. I need it for when it's the end of the night. I'm ready to unwind. I done took my shower. Ready to lay down. Do what I got to do. Smoke me my spliff. Mm-hmm. Go about my business. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be smoking throughout the day. Smoking because I seen it. Smoking because I'm about to watch my show. I thought about that Smo- too. You know, it's like, I've actually I want to get it to that point. Like I've actually tried to go days where I don't smoke. Just use it when I need yeah, it. Yeah, where mm-hmm. I just like, let me just get through the day. Yeah. No, not before work, not before I have to do can anything. You say, can you say you abuse marijuana at this point? I, sometimes I do. I can. Do you abuse marijuana? Yeah. Right? Yeah, Actually, I, I, do, I, do yeah, I definitely can admit yeah. that I do. But I feel like that's the difference between us and a lot of people. We can admit. So maybe the acknowledgement that you abuse marijuana is the reason you can even consider 
Quentin. Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. Because if you don't see any problem yeah. in it, you wouldn't even have the thought. That's a, that's. I, I had down. that. Con- that's a good thing. That's funny that we even ended up here because it's funny. I had the same conversation, not about marijuana, but something else, and it was the topic of expectations versus acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have these things as humans. We have acknowledgement, but we also have expectations. Our expectations change. Facts. Based on our moods. Yes. Our acknowledgement stays the same, though. It's like, I know I should be grateful for the life I live, but I expect more out of myself. myself. So your expectations change, and they offset each other. And then sometimes you're so comfortable. So that's where your decision-making comes from when you say, I want to quit. Because you have the acknowledgement that you smoke too much, but your expectations of wanting to get high or doing shit when you're bored fluctuate. Facts. So the acknowledgement don't have as heavy weight on you at certain times it's your anchor it's mm-hmm. it's truth versus point of view yeah pretty much but your acknowledgement is your anchor yeah you know your expectations is what what drives you up or down i feel like but it's that same type of thinking that's gonna lead to me not smoking one day without me realizing it that could happen you know mm-hmm. like one day it's just gonna that's be that I, day that's how i stopped drinking you just woke up and you'd be like the next day i said i'm not drinking no more and for what 49 weeks in now yeah, 49, yeah. 49 weeks. 49 weeks, yeah. I yeah. asked my friend to be my sponsor. He said, yeah, and we went from there. Was it tough giving it up at first? <clears throat> Absolutely. It was tough. Did you have withdrawals? I went, like physical? Yeah. No. Or mental? Mental withdrawals. More mental withdrawals? I used to drive by the liquor store look at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like a lost friend and shit. Like I used to talk to him and shit. <laughs> look at this nigga standing right there. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, you, when you in the hood, there's a liquor store everywhere. everywhere. So you driving by a couple of them. Facts. Before you even reach home in like a three yeah, block radius. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Saturday, 49 weeks. It's a blessing. I learned a lot in these 49 weeks about myself. I'm actually proud of you. Thank you. Because I, I remember the day you told me. You had a cup of tea. It's like, yeah, this is going to be what I'm doing. I'm just going to have a cup of tea. Yeah, my, me and my tea. Yeah. That's and it. that's what I got you through because I remember you remember you telling me time you had that urge remember to I drink. Remember I used to drink like eight cups of tea yeah. a day? He was like, every time you had an urge to tea drink liquor, you just through. drink tea. I ain't going to lie. Nigga, tea, I swear to God. Nigga, he was heavy on the I tea, swear. my nigga. He, he like, would come pull over. Up on it, there's a, in the cup holder, there's a piping cup of tea or it's cold by now. Mm-hmm. But he always had tea with him, dog. And then as the time went by, he didn't need to drink it as much. Yeah. But that I, was his replacement. Tea. That's, that's, that's what I did, just drink. Anytime I get an urge, a tea, you know what it was? The motion. The, it's the motion. Having the bottle there. Having something there the to sip. drink, to sip. So mm-hmm. I just like, kind of, I want to say tricked myself, but shit, I said, I'm gonna drink. the tea was working. I'm drinking tea and I like tea. So we going to drink fucking tea. And that's why I feel like when it comes to smoking, I'm try it's that not always. Smoking. I don't think it's always the weed that we want. It's just the act of inhaling. But it wasn't a great replacement because now I'm drinking hella sugar. A lot of fucking sugar. Dumbass sugar. That shit got me like shit piling <laughs> up on the side. Got the love handles coming yeah, up. The love handles blowing all sugar. I'm like, this is crazy. You know, the good with the bad, right? This shit. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell y'all about the sugar. Do you work Fucking out? Sugar. Me? No, I haven't worked out in a long time. Why? I was working out for a while, and then I hurt my fucking ankle, <laughs> and then I stopped working out. 
<laughs> like, no, you know it. what? I had a personal trainer for a long time really? too. Yeah. And then I, I used, remember I used to put up videos and shit. Me yeah, working out. I had right, a personal right. trainer and yeah. shit for for a while. It's been a minute, even now. before I was putting up the videos. But then I got hurt, and while while I was recovering, my motherfucking personal trainer done quit and did something else. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, like they had businesses and shit. Like them, you know, he oh, yeah, he didn't yeah. need to do that. Yeah, exactly. So like, you, but I got shit he went on. to go do something else. Yeah. So I'm like, man, fuck it. I just never went back. I never started working out. I need to though. Especially, you don't feel like as you get older, it's best to. Who you telling? I'm old now. I'm forty this year. Forty. So there's a ten year difference between us. Like, mm. wh- what do you feel like? What advice can you give a twenty five year old coming up right now? And it just comes to life. Be patient. Just be patient. They say is we not here a long time. You got enough time. Don't make any irrational decisions in anything in life. Just be patient with yourself. You know, you'll thank yourself later in 10 years. Just be patient with yourself. Let things happen fruitfully. Don't force anything. Puss on dog don't have the same luck. You know, but most importantly, just be patient with yourself. Because you're going to be tested time and time again. It never stops. It's never gonna stop. You gotta continue growing. You gotta find that balance. No, that's big. To get you through things that you know are coming. Mm-hmm. And even at twenty five, even when you think you know a lot, you'll find all the answers you need through that if you can control yourself. Trust me, be a master of self discipline. When did you learn patience? <laughs> when they made me sit down a long time. When I just kept losing my freedom over and over and over and over again, losing everything, losing everybody I love, losing friends, just bumping into stupid shit. Do you feel like going back and fo- going back to jail those few times was some form of insanity to a degree? I, that's what I learned. That's what they told me. That it was insanity. I couldn't insane. believe it at first, but it it kind of like. That's a thin line right there, man. I always struggle with that one, like telling somebody they're insane for doing the same thing with over the same and note, over, though. and it's, knowing they're gonna the get result. Result. with the, the same, same result. result. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get with the same result. Um, it's like, how do you tell the? How do you say that to somebody that keep going back and forth to jail for, for wanting to survive, and that's all they know? True. It don't seem insane to them. It's a part of life. It's a part of their life. Do you, do you then basically put it on them or society for not providing another outlet for them to survive or showing them that there's other ways to survive? Do you feel like you're automatically giving up on once you are in the system? Are you saying like you give up when no, you're in No, like there? people give up on you. Or when you're in Or the city, the city or the state or the system give up on you once you reach into the system. I wouldn't say they give up on me. I think they, they invest in you f- to be in there. No, I'm saying there's like, they want you to go like back. I said, when I said I learned that, I learned that in there. You know, so there's this shit you can learn. This shit set up for you to learn. I ain't going to say it's like they invested in you all the way. Mm-hmm. You a fucking prisoner, whatever the case might be. But this shit that you can learn, I wouldn't say they just give up on you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is that when you decided to start studying like weed and stuff like that when you was in there? I always love weed. Cause you got a whole certification for this shit. 
Oh, yeah, that came later in life. Oh, that's later. Okay. Yeah, that was like 2016. One thing I do want to ask you about, because I have looked through your page a couple times. What's up? Um, the rolling, the, the filters. Oh, the filters. The filters. Oh, that slipped my mind. I was supposed to bring oh, that up shit. a while yeah. back. How the fuck do you do that one? How'd you get Because that's where you that? started. Yeah. You started with the filters. That's your yeah. art. That's how I started my page. Yeah, my like you was rolling specials filters for special occasions. Mm-hmm. You would have people have custom orders for them filters. And honestly, nigga, the way you did that, mm-hmm. uh, that was uh, that wasn't my original idea. Them tip, them came from uh, the Adventures of Jet Jet. This dude from New Mexico, he started that shit, and um, I was following him for years on my on my regular page, and uh, I always loved rolling weed. Like, rolling nice J's, nice blunts, whatever the case might be, was my thing. So when I seen them filters, I'm like, damn, I want to use some for my rolls. So I had bought one off of him one time. The shit was like $60. You heard me right. For one? Yes. I still got it to this day. (laughs) $60 for one filter. Yep. It was a square joint with a, a marijuana leaf tip in it. Which is, yeah, I remember that. That's just still five to this day. You can so, see the history on it. <laughs> $60 for a filter? I bought it for $60. And the reason I bought it was because, um, for one, I wanted it. And for two, I didn't know how to make the goddamn leaf. So I bought it so I could look at it to try see to replicate to, to see if I could make it. And that's how I learned how to make the leaf. Shout out to you, Jaja. That was fire. Uh, um, yeah, $60. That's how invested I was and, and driven I was to want to learn how to uh that's crazy use how the, use that's the, wild. You, so basically after that i was so taught i spent a lot of when i first let me all right when i first started uh stoners retreat it was um i used to be up from seven in the morning to ten at night from sunday to sunday seven in For, the morning to, to ten, ten at night. night from sunday to sunday seven. for two years straight damn Damn. Damn. That's how I got this off the ground. Damn. That's a lot of... That's that's more than 10,000 hours in, bro. So, like, that's how I taught myself everything I know in going to that school. That that going to that school was my turning point. Mm -hmm. You know, when I went there, got educated, learned terminology, learned learned what they were teaching, and then... I'll never forget what this teacher said. He said, you can learn whatever you want in this classroom, but if you don't go out there and rub elbows with people, you'll never get nowhere. So I just one day happened to be going into this um, fucking glass shop. Where the fuck was I? I want to say Middletown or some shit like that. And uh, I met my boy there. That was the first time I ever met him. Cool ass dude. And uh, we talking one day. He like, yeah, you want to go to Massachusetts? And we happened to... um. End up going to PVS. First time I ever been there. When I went in there, that shit opened my eyes to a whole different, a whole different aspect of life. Mm. When it came to marijuana and a, and the business aspect of what people were doing, you know, it was like very culture based. You know, you had growers, glass blowers, extractors, people making CBD products, edibles. You had bakers. Like it was really, pe- you know, it was people doing infused food. Like it was, it's not what it is now. Yeah, you know that's it why was, 
Nothing against people that do them now. That's why you don't catch me at these type of events anymore, and I don't vend. I've had people ask me, but I tell them no because it's just like, from what I experience, from what I know, that that don't exist anymore. Until somebody builds that again, Mm -hmm. you won't catch me out. You know, so it's funny you just said something that makes me think about something. Right? We literally went from buying our eights on a dark street discreetly. To being able to go Remember to a, that? go to a street and buy Price. from a vendor. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm telling you, a vendor, change, not right? just the dispenser, a vendor. A regular, yeah. a regular person. Shout out to the vendors too, cause man, that's not an easy job, bro. Like, you ever did a day with a vendor? Like, you mm. ever had the privilege no. to be with no. a vendor? Oh God, bro, it's brutal. It's not easy. I couldn't what's imagine. The, what goes into the life of a vendor from what you've seen? You know, just even the the preparing that goes into it, the anxiety, the risk, you know. That's where your time could be wasted, you know, standing there for hours, dealing with questions, dealing with hagglers, dealing with whatever. You you know, you, you just standing there for three, four hours, whatever you're there for, being vigilant of your stuff. Internally tires you out, man. It Mentally tires you out. And to repeat that over and over and over again, like, that's shit not easy. That's I it. like the fact that you take control of your own business, bro. Like, I love that. Hours. I love your hours. I love them too. I love your hours. Like, people look at me crazy when I be like, yeah. I gotta catch my I gotta catch my nigga before the hours is closed. Mm-hmm. Nigga, look at me like hours. I'm like, yeah, nigga. Yeah, mom, he ain't around yeah, all day. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like I get it. Like, I I, I love that because one, I'm not at that age. Yeah, but but one for us on the consumer side is we know when to catch you. Yeah. We true. know when we can plan around it. We can have our days around it. Everything. So. It's it's easy because, like you said, you, there's so many different type of clientels out there. You don't know what everybody got going on in their life. I have my nine to five. I like to be able to leave work, grab what I need, and come home. It works, right? You know, that's what I want to be able to. Or I want to know if, if I go to do the shift today, do I have to get it before work or after work because I'm not going to catch you or not? So it's easy to plan around that. So I like that. And plus, like, it allows you to have a life, bro. It allows mm. you to have a fucking life. Mm-hmm. I like that better for you, too, because, I don't know, you're a human, dog. Why shouldn't you have a life just because I want convenience for certain things? Yeah. That's selfish on my end. That is pretty selfish. That's the first time somebody ever said that. Because... Yeah. You remember we come from the area where you calling your plug at two o'clock in the morning, hoping that nigga up. Days <laughs> is over. And be honest with you, that's kind of why I stopped selling weed. I wasn't really selling weed like that. We had like a pound or two, so it wasn't like, it, wasn't, it wasn't crazy. Like it wasn't crazy, but feel me. Um, I was pushing some. I was pushing a few peas. Yeah, it was. It was like, that ain't really that much. Like you know what I mean, but um. <laughs> it wasn't the greatest one either. Tell the story. But it was going of on. When weed first become legal and uh, decriminalized in Connecticut, and you bought and you had the weed and you got pulled. Oh over. my god! For real? Yeah, first day. There you go. <laughs> I thought somebody was towing a car or something. Me and my boy riding in the car. 
I don't know if it's the time we have a license. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Roll the window down. We're like, oh, shit, we just bought some weed. Just bought, like, a half. And this nigga rolls the window down. And he's like, where's the weed? What? <laughs> he's like, where's the weed? He's like, what? Exactly. We said that. He's like, what? And then you hear, oh, I can smell that shit from over here. He's like, where's the weed? I was like, I was like, oh, I'm just talking about it. He's like, pull over. This shit is right here on Main Street in Windsor, in Hartford, border, right there. So everybody's doing it. News is out there, motherfucker. I had my hoodie on. I'm like, man, this is terrible. This is bad. I remember one time I got pulled over, and I'm convinced that was the, the same. Yeah, the same day it got decriminalized. He ended up taking it. Yeah, he found it. It was just under the seat. No, he but, took it though. He yeah. didn't give it back. No. Nah, nah, nah. What the fuck? They supposed to give it back? Well, I don't know. You, I don't. I never got caught with you. Ah! Decriminalized. The thing was like, was wait, wait, wait. Did I fuck up? I'm about to be mad I as thought- fuck. They took my weed. I thought you could have like a certain amount on you or something at that point, no? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I know you can't now. I think like you got like a zip on you or something like that. I think that. it just can't be bagged up or something like that. Yeah. With intent to sell or something. Yeah, some shit like that. I don't even know. I mean. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, you can tell it's what somebody doing. Like, you pull somebody over, they got a fucking little sack of weed. The nigga smoking. So. Nah, it, it was the time when cops just thought they were hip to shit. You remember when they was making like Sprite bottles with Sprite oh, cans yeah, in the with containers? Oh, yeah, false bottoms and yeah. shit. Yeah. I remember cops, that. There was a point when cops got onto it. They just thought they were so hip and so cool. Think nah. nobody can get yeah, nothing over them. The first time I seen that shit, it wasn't even a fake one. It was like a real WD-40 can. Somebody made that shit. Into a... Uh, Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I knew somebody that used to just throw it in the back of their pickup truck. Damn, niggas ain't playing games. Damn, that engineer is... Uh... Yeah, it was wild. I love a smart smoker. Yeah. You he, never know what they yeah, go he create. wasn't a smoker. <laughs> oh, no, I, know, I, just, I just said the engineer was crazy. He, oh, yeah. He, he was yeah. doing something else, yeah. but it worked. He was hiding. <laughs> it worked. Shit, I wanted, I, I wanted the can. I was like, that is... That's a great souvenir right there. What? Yeah. I'm like, and you Maybe. can't buy this nowhere, so no one has seen this Maybe. shit before? Yep. This is w- perfect. That's perfect right there. gonna brush right over that. That <laughs> beat-up-ass can. It was beat-up, too. You double D can to have fucking weed It was there. rusted. It was all pilted up. It was. It looked like it ain't even work. You just threw it under the seat like you just forgot under the seat. <laughs> See, now, the great, the, the great part about it would have been if he actually made it work. No, that would have been crazy. If you sprayed it and it was like, oh, it oh, is yeah. WD-40. Now that would have been nuts. It's like a secret yeah. compartment in there. That's alien technology. <laughs> I reverse iPhone reverse engineer. Hey, yo, listen. I hope they ain't listening because I'm, I'm about to engineer that. Fuck that. We about to we about to make a WD-40 can compartment. That worked. I'm pretty, pretty sure you can figure that out. Figure that bitch out. Hire somebody to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Any closing words from anybody? Any yeah, final you thoughts? Just, um, what do you think about aliens? I don't know. Do you want you know what I think about aliens? My question is, do you think anybody crazy that say they've been seen something then? I mean That's nah. the real question. Nah. The question is did they How really do we see believe something? in aliens? Do we believe that these thousands of fucking sightings, do you think everyone's just nuts? Man. No. Because I believe I'm one of the aliens. Right? I mean, I don't think everyone's crazy. They've seen something. It, I feel like... I feel like... Everything we got that's a advanced is alien. Think so? Majority of it, yes. Or it came from somewhere alien. That whiskey hitting. 
I believe in, in the higher power. Something definitely driving. But alien just means foreign. I don't. Yeah. I believe That's all alien means. Well, shit, it's since not... we here, we flat or we on the globe? What the fuck going on? No, we on the globe. No, we on the globe. For me, yeah. for me, I'm trying to find the truth. Well, somebody tell me that I actually you seen it? Huh? You seen it? Nah, myself. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, I feel like we're. I feel like there's you. a balance nah, between. Nah, the two. it don't matter. We can go there. If yeah, you, want. you know, you know why I fuck with people like that because mm-hmm. th- we live in a day and age. It's so hard to believe what you see nowadays because yeah. everything is so fucking manipulated. Like and they it's say, fake. Like, like they say, they that's my own. biggest problem. Not that's my biggest problem with society today. Mm-hmm. No one knows how to be the fuck themselves. Like yeah. everyone wants to be what they see on Instagram or Facebook, whatever the fuck the source of this shit. Is. Yeah, it's just crazy to be. me. Like when I was growing up, individuality was fucking big. Nigga, being an you individual know? is the cool thing to do. That was driven. Even in the media, was to be yourself. Nowadays, mm-hmm. you got other shit in Facts. the media besides that. You don't have everything is the copy. Everything's just yeah, like, you know, so. Else. I'm so I remember. I, wait, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, me too. I was. I'm I was gonna say some now. shit. What you was about to say? Say it. I believe that there was more advanced technology <laughs> before. I honestly do feel like the world was more advanced in the past at some degree than we yeah, are today. I definitely believe that. Like 100%. by far. Like look to me, I always go back to the technology that they really came up with like some of the shit that they were able to do that we need like such high end technology just to fucking make a piece you, of what they did you want to get real trippy what's that uh pyramids of batteries oh that's not my theory batteries for what well it might it plays into my theory for humans to me they're um they're portals they're portals they're they're connected to portals for um interstellar travel it's to help you get from one destination. I know we being faster. lied to though about that. Something. For sure. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. How they telling us the full truth about what them things That's really why are. I speculate, cause nigga, all the shit that you're telling me is not no... shit been stolen from there and kept secret that we don't know about. Come and, on. And they oh, said... the the museum burned down too. Come on. Do you believe the Vatican exists? Like where the Pope and shit at? Nah, where they say um that where it's so they said that when they took over Rome, mm-hmm. the the people like with the elongated heads and stuff, that those people, they made a deal with them that they were gonna go into hiding and they're hiding into the Vatican. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a theory. That's a I theory. Because they're saying because you you seen the statues of the people with <clears> the elongated heads, the <throat> elongated skulls. They're saying they still exist, but they're just. Um, I, I never. I'm gonna have to look place. into that. I never heard that. So, I know the Vatican. Yeah, 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 I know the Vatican holding secrets too, though. A lot of secrets. Oh yeah, definitely. They got, they got secret vault. Of course. It's mm-hmm. like they have secret tunnels. Come on, man. They control a lot more than what we think. Mm-hmm. We are living in what's called the Hunger Games, like a, a simulation. Like For somebody sure. is just yeah, to create is, whatever they want at any time they, they want. They live by the same rules we do. You know what made me realize, nigga, we've been living in a fucking dream. I'm gonna say this too. When I realized we don't have access to real ice cream, <laughs> you gotta elaborate. You know, you know we don't eat real ice cream. So what the fuck is we eating? We're eating genetically modified ice cream. Real ice cream. Wait, what, bro? Hold on, bro. Rich, the ice cream I rich people you eat. I get the ice cream we eat is not the same ice cream. Two I know what you said. No, Two know. different ice cream. No, I get what you said because the ice cream the way we they eat, melt. It's air. Different. It's air. It's almost all air. The way they taste, yeah. different. 
Nigga, I don't remember. I forgot what I seen that put me on a real life. like the ice cream you buy, little bucket shit. That should be yeah, air, right? Now, yeah. what they do is, like, you take that high quality shit, that, the shit that they really make, and they take the cheap shit, and they make a melt. Mm. And you could tell by the levels of what's left. Mm. Oh. Thank you guys for tuning in to Weed and Whiskey. We Thank definitely you. appreciate you guys. For fucking tuning in. I hope you guys learned something that we were able to talk you from here and that you were able to say you got this from Weed and Whiskey. Please tell your friend to tell your friend, tell your girlfriend to tell her girlfriend because every granny. girl usually have a girlfriend on the side when the nigga ain't really pleasing them. So just do what you got to do to support <laughs> us. Merch is dropping very soon. And please, please grab her by the pussy with consent. Peace. Be amazing. Be great.